Hi, everyone. Welcome to Figuring It Out with Jen. I am your host, Jennifer, a.k.a. Jen. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. Make sure you go back in my podcast archive and listen to all the episodes following up to this current one. So I wanted to make an episode on high expectations versus realistic expectations. And oftentimes people get these two confused, like they set their standards a little bit too high that are unachievable, and then they end up having a negative impact and they feel a certain way because they didn't achieve what they thought they could achieve versus setting something that's realistic on what you're able to do, the tools that you have set in front of you or have the qualities you possess, you could achieve those goals. So as we go on, here's some key steps on when you want to set achievable goals. So the first one would be to write your goal down. You want to write your goal down because studies and surveys have shown that you are more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. And I personally like to write my goals down because it also goes into my mind. When you're writing stuff, it also is processing in your memory. So it's great for you to do that. And um, writing your goals also makes it real to you, rather you believe it or not, like unconsciously, like your mind is processing it and is saying, okay, I need to achieve this goal. And the next one would be to um, set short-term milestones. So you want to make sure that you don't procrastinate on things. You want to make sure that your goal-setting time, whatever, whatever length that you're um, planning on doing, Make sure that it's reasonable and you can achieve it. Don't say, oh, I want to achieve something in a month, and you know you don't have the time to put in that work 100% to be able to achieve that goal. You want to make sure your goals, your milestones are really, really achievable. People make it's, – it's the same thing like New Year's resolutions. Everyone makes the freaking resolution. Very small percentage actually follows through. And follow, following through and consistency is very important when, you, when you're setting milestones and when you're setting goals. Otherwise, it's, it's just not going to work. And then the third key is to be specific. You need to write down what exactly you want to do. Like, for example, if your goal is to lose weight, how would you know when you're done? Like you need to explain it, okay, I want to lose 50 pounds, So, and I'm going to give myself three to four months to lose 50 pounds. That what That is what I mean, be specific. You need to make sure you're writing it down. Therefore, stuff can't fall through the cracks, okay? And you have that number in your head and that month, you know, the three to four months in your head, and you're like, okay, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. Another good thing is setting alarms, like if you're going to work out or whatever, Set alarm times, like even at work, like do like have have a timer go off or your alarm go off and do like 20 sit-ups. You know, if you, if you really want to achieve it, you're going to find the time to do it. And the fourth key, I would say, is measure actions as well as progress. So you want to make sure that you're writing down everything that you're doing in between as well as your progress because maybe later on, say you do achieve your goal, but you could have done it better, but at least you have it written down so you know what you could have done better rather than just going with the flow because, you you know, things happen and you have a lot of things going on, so you're going to, for, you're going to forget it. Um. 
And the key number five is start with just one goal. You don't want to set like different goals at once because you have different expectations for for those and you have you don't have you don't want to spread yourself too thin. So you want to make sure that you just focus on one. Once that one is done, go to the next one. Now some goals are kind of intertwined. So you you can go back. You there is some room to do more than one goal if they're intertwined. Like for example, the example I used on fitness. Say you want to lose the 50 pounds. Okay, in that process you could say I also want to eat healthier. You know, that's a goal that works with losing weight and and doing your fitness. You have to eat right in order to achieve that as well. Your diet is very important. Um, And key number six is schedule in time for your goals. Like I said earlier, set your alarm. Take some time out of your day. Whatever you're doing, stop what you're doing and set that. When that alarm goes off, you're going to focus on your goal. You're going to do that. And make sure you set days that are is best for you. Who's Who's best to know your schedule than you? And then key seven is set goals you actually want to achieve. Do not set something that you really aren't into. You want to make sure that you're setting goals that you actually want to do because the passion, the drive will be 10 times as harder opposed to just doing something that you really don't care for. If you don't do stuff that you like or you love, you're not going to give yourself 100%. So you can't be mad if things don't work out. And, um, those those are the key eight um, things on achieving realistic goals. I think it's very beneficial. Um, I did get these. Um, I'm sorry, it was seven. I did get these goals um, off of this website. I want to shout it out. It's Sid Saravi.com. I'm pretty sure I'm slaughtering the name, but let me spell out the um, – webpage if you guys want to look it out because it does break it down and it gives you like paragraphs and paragraphs off of the keys that I gave you guys. So the website is S-I-D-S-A-V-A-R-A.com. Okay. And I also will put it in my description. I thought it was really good, these key things. Um, I probably wouldn't have gave as many keys uh, because my goal process Pretty much when I set my mind on I'm going to do it, like I mentally have to be in the correct mind state. Like if I'm not, I'm not going to be consistent. Like I've been trying to be on a fitness kick for, (laughs) and I just fall through the cracks because mentally I'm not there. You know, I have to, you have to be dead. I have to be dedicated and my mind has to be made up. Once my mind made up on anything, I will execute whatever it is. But going back to, that's the realistic, um, steps, I would say. And I don't know why people um, set high expectations. Like, I don't don't know why people do that. And it's just, it's unfortunate because you essentially end up hurting yourself. And it's just not good because you you have these high standards that's unachievable, but in your mind you think it's achievable, and it's just not. It's just not good. I don't know why people do that. Do that. I mean, I would do some. I mean, I did it too. So, I mean, I, I know why people do it, but um, it it just it really it really sucks. And you want to make sure that you're giving yourself a hundred a hundred percent um on doing things because if you don't, then it's just not going to be right. So the pros of expecting too much or having uh, high expectations are 
you're setting higher goals, which it leads others to higher achievements. So your peers see you doing something that's extreme, like you are top of the line. That motivates people around you, whether you believe it or not. It also could help people develop their skills and hidden abilities as well because you're pushing yourself to the limit. You know, you're doing things that you never thought you could do. Um, another thing is you motivate other people and boost their productivity. So there's going to be a, a boost in that. That's really good. Uh, you also can help someone improve self-esteem and get rid of inferiority complex. That is good as well because a lot of people suffer from this. A lot of people are always worried about somebody else instead of themselves, and if they will focus on themselves, they will have better outcomes. Now, the cons of expecting too much or having high expectations is you could cause stress and disappointment and even psychological problems. And you don't want that. You do, you do not want that. You don't want to be traumatized because you're setting high goals or high expectations that are just unachievable. You may irritate or humiliate a partner and ruin your relationship. That's another thing, too. People that have high expectations, the relationship pool, the love pool is not that great. You got to be with someone that have high self-esteem in order to handle you. Um, you could cause secretiveness, deceiving behavior, ignorance, and aggressiveness. That's another thing, too. You want to make sure you avoid those things. You want to make sure you're not hurting people in the process of you achieving your goals. You also could decrease the person's motivation and um, enthusiasm. That's another thing. Like I'm saying, if you fall on your butt, you're going to be like, this is not working. So these are some things that you don't want to do. And I got these um, pros and cons off of the thoughtcatalog.com. Uh, I also will put that um, in the description as well um, because it's a really good uh description it also again it breaks down the pros and the cons of high expectations what to expect what not to expect and you want to make sure um that you're doing things that is right but essentially these are the two comparisons between high expectations and realistic expectations i just want to encourage everyone to make sure whatever you do you put 100% in it never half ass do something if you're going to half ass do something do not commit to it because that's not commitment you're committing to half ass do something that you really quote unquote want to achieve and that that's not good it's really not good so i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode again um, if you want to be a guest speaker on my podcast, hit me up on GenCBookings.com. My social media handles um, for Twitter as well as Instagram is so that's Gen101. Hit me up in my DMs. I, I answer my DMs that are um, relatable and um, that are inappropriate, basically. Um, and if you want to email me, my email is GenCBookings.com at gmail.com. I'll put it in my description as well. Thank you for tuning in and make sure you share, like, subscribe, rate my podcast as well. I appreciate that. Also, too, if you want to be a sponsor, hit me up in my email. Let's link up. Let's link up. Sponsor my podcast. Let's help each other. Thank you, guys. I love you guys.